What's up, fam? On this episode of Snapback Sports Pod, Jimmy Butler is on Abe's mind, and Jordan Addison is on mine. We recap the draft lottery, and I say the Ravens are being soft. Not Abe, but I. Bradbury goes to the Eagles. We discuss Pat Bab. Was he right? Was he wrong? Was he fair? Was he unfair? Discuss the conference finals. Heat take game one. We record before Mavs Warriors game one. Some PGA Championship picks and some hockey talk with Eagleson. A new app. The Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A collapse! Oh, blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant took the jumper. He got it! And the Lakers lead! Mamba out. Three, two, one. What's up, fam? Really? What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settlement. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Let's start off with having a little conversation on Jimmy Butler. He up one nothing on the Celtics after an absolutely dominant second half last night where Jimmy Butler became James Butler. And first take, undisputed, every media outlet, Snapback Sports, big media personnel, Kendrick Perkins, Jack Settlement, this person, that, anybody in the don't, media. Don't say right? my name with Kendrick Perkins, please. That's disrespectful. Well, Jackson, Jake, Jake, Jack, <laughs> settle, 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 woman, settlement, Jack Settlement. Anyway, let's just call it as it is. Fantastic game from Jimmy. Fantastic playoff run. I don't want to hear the S word. I don't. I Jack, don't, 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 what up, Jonathan? Jack, don't. Jimmy Butler is awesome. He's a dog. He is not a superstar. We cannot keep throwing the word superstar out there like it's food stamps. We can't just, no, no, no. Where, where? Okay, here's what we need to decipher. Here's what we need to decipher. Is Nikola Jokic a superstar? You're asking me? Yeah, yeah. I think when I tweeted out my list of superstars and said, argue with your mom, I put Jokic there and I just wrote whatever in parentheses, where nobody else had parentheses. Two-time MVP. I have no choice but to call him a superstar. Okay. If that's the case... Then I, I think Jimmy no. Butler may. Why? Why? Because, so the original definition of a superstar that we both came to an agreement on is not only are we going I don't to. Think we ever came to an yeah. agreement on a definition because you had somebody that I didn't. We came. In look, you can, you can read, you can analyze the players based on a definition, you know, like the law. The law state there is a law. Now there's different ways to interpret it. Our original discussion, and we agreed, yeah, you have to keep it limited. We're aligned on that. A lot of the the external factors is like you say the person's name and you think like, what's the impact they make on the greater society? Like, who knows who they are? Are we talking about the I Promise I'm, School now? I'm not talking about I Promise School. I'm talking about you say Nikola Jokic's name to anyone outside of like the big NBA fans. Do they care? Do you want to watch the television with them on? Like, that's why Damian Lillard is a superstar. We're not talking. You can't just call yourself a superstar if you're marketable. If that, That's kind of that, what you're saying. No, no, no. Right I'm saying there was a point in time where we established 
marketability does play into it. Now, you have to... Does play into it. Right, exactly. And in that case, Nikola Jokic is not marketable to the vast majority of this country. But but maybe his skill level is above. Jimmy Butler has always lacked that marketability. Outside of NBA Twitter, no one gives Big face coffee? Yeah. You like his beans. You don't like his basketball. So, for that reason, Abe... That's why I've kind of kept Butler out of it. And he's just not an 82-game player. But, I mean, we talk about the importance it, of well, these. 16-game player, sure. I'll give you that. But you, wait, wait, wait. But you have not, okay, let's just, let's just address this head on. Jack, is Jimmy Butler a superstar? Answer the question. It's one word. So, so yes or no? No, you just said two words. No, no. Then you said five. I update my superstar rankings. I'm a fluid on the hour. Yeah, I'm a fluid ranker. I let things kind of swing and like. Okay, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Twenty four hours ago, seven ten on Tuesday, May seventeenth, was Jimmy Butler a superstar? No. You cannot sit here and tell me, Jack, that one game makes someone be a superstar. Grant well, Williams well, would have been no. a superstar after Sunday. But but that's silly. Let's not act like what he's done throughout the postseason hasn't built on this. Right, resume. but yesterday, and, at this time, you would have not have considered him a superstar no matter what. You can't throw one game one and make throw that tag on him. And you haven't addressed the question. But, but what you if haven't I said, said yes or if, no. What if I said what if I said he was right there? He was on the precipice, similar to you with Jason Tatum. You're like, he's right on the precipice. Then I would and- counter with Jack 24 hours ago if I would have listed three players that are knocking on the door of the superstar club, as Nick Wright likes to call it. Is Jimmy Butler one of those three players? I find it hard to believe that you would have said yes 24 hours ago. Now, like I said, you are the media. Therefore, you have recency bias. The media has a fluid superstar ranking. Every single day, there's a new superstar being taken off the list. And, and I'm not willing to just let anyone in like they are. That's the you, difference. You, are, you just held the door for Jimmy because he won a game one. But Abe, look at his playoffs. Abe, look I at, get it. I look get at, it. But Jack, You, you guys chose to buy his hairs over him. I know that's that not it's not true. Tough. Stop, stop, I know stop, that stop, stop. That's not I'm the truth. Saying. But Jack, that's the thing. Look at his playoffs before yesterday. You still wouldn't have considered him a superstar, and it was unbelievable. And he's had an unbelievable playoff. Because... One game, and you're throwing him in there. Uh, you know what, Jack? Of all, like we disagree on ninety five percent of shit. We agree on some stuff that fake franchises. Uh, Tua sucks. I even saw you post that you're excited about Wentz. I thought we were aligned on that, but clearly <laughs> we're not. No, I'm um, excited for McLaren. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. You really hate Terry McLaren. Anyway. I'm shocked that you are you are a, you are the media day by day. You are continuing to grow, Jack. You're fluid... you're you're harping on this. I'm so, the Jack, media is thing. Jimmy Butler a superstar? Sorry, is Jimmy Butler a superstar? Today, no. But he's what the fuck? Why I'm am I just... wasting the last six minutes and thirty seconds? Because on this all you do you're... is like to hear yourself talk. If you would listen, the floor then, is yours. Then you would understand. That all I'm saying is, because I hear it from those annoying-ass Heat fans, Butler's a super... And I'm like, he's not, but how can we not acknowledge two of his last three postseasons? Like, no one, literally no one, has done what he has done in two of the last two three Two of his last three? Oh, right, right, right. Last year he got swept, so that's why. Maybe we don't think it was highly of him, but... Bubble before that. Sure, it was the bubble, but 
now it's not the bubble and now he is beating the sixers handedly kind and of now is the bubble in miami he, there's no fans now he is beating the hawks handedly and now he's taken jason tatum celtics and oh because he can beat trey young and george's niang he's a superstar uh, right but he can beat joel Embiid and james harden those are two he superstars. didn't beat joel Embiid in, in two games my point is it's a tough argument to leave him out and at what point do you put him in like if he went okay if, if he wins the title the way he's playing, no. he's not a superstar. He's a finals MVP. He's not a superstar. I'm like not saying like, that they go together, but how can you not acknowledge how good he is in he the is. postseason if they do it? You tell me the Heat suck. You tell me the Heat suck. You tell me the Heat suck. I'm, I'm not I'm disagreeing. Something we're aligned on. Which is why Jimmy Butler's performance continues to amaze me. He's carrying... But he's part of the reason we say they suck on a playoff basis yeah. because we realize that you can't really win without a superstar on, uh, outside of a few random years. But he's winning. And that's why I say maybe he is a superstar. He's getting close. And I think it's tough to deny superstar eligibility, but granted to players like Damian Lillard when he might have a title. And he has a title. He has a finals appearance before. He's... He took the Sixers, the deepest they've been in 20 years before they chose Tobias Harris over him. I'm just saying it's tough to discount what he's doing. But yes, by our definition, he's not in the superstar category yet because he's putting us in a fickle game because he's not that 82 game player. And and I see exactly. I do see. In order for me to consider you a superstar, Jack, Teams have to fear you, not for 16 games, not for 82 games, but for 98 games every single year. You don't earn a superstar title in one year. And that's but, where I'm at with Jimmy Butler. Yes, I hear you. But think of Giannis. For those three years, those Bucks were the cuties of the league. They would just dominate, dominate, dominate. Come to the playoffs, they weren't ready. Like, Butler actually builds for the postseason everything we believe in, Abe. Everything we believe in, calling teams cuties, calling yeah, no, players. Don't get me wrong. Jimmy Butler is the anti-cutie. And so I just think that's respectable, and I think that puts him in a category that we must consider as highly regarded, if that's not a superstar to you right now. Okay, say this out loud then. Say this out loud, and I will agree with you that he's not a superstar. Are you ready? I don't know. <laughs> James Harden is a superstar. Oh, fuck And off. Jimmy Butler is not. If you can James say Harden that- is a superstar and Jimmy Butler is not straight face dead in the camera. Okay. James Harden is a superstar. Jimmy Butler, who just dropped 41 in game one against the Boston Celtics, is not a superstar. Okay. Clip it, and, and our podcast has just been banned for fake news by Elon Musk and Donald Trump. I mean, you don't like that's the thing is. Because I'm on a moving scale, it's very tough to consider James Harden as superstar. Where was Grant Williams after Sunday? Where was, what does that even mean? He had a sick game and he won them the game. <laughs> but that's not the case. That's not the case. If his points prop is now up to 25 and a half. That's superstar numbers. That's superstar. Early in when the Joel season, was out, Tobias's was at 22 and a half. Stop it. No, it was not. I, it took, was. I take underdog every single day. <laughs> I take under. I watch Tobias move from. Tobias Harris is the classic. If you need 
15 points from him, he'll give you 17 to 18. If you need 25 points from him, he'll give you 17 (laughs) to 18. Yeah, fake news, Abe. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows that James Harden was a superstar. He's no longer. Let's talk about one thing right now, though. It is the swirling rumors, Abe. I don't know if you saw that. Jordan Addison is set to make... I did see a blue check on my timeline today tweet that he committed to your Longhorns. That's actually not necessarily what was tweeted. There's an expectation barring material change. Barring material. (laughs) So... The hedge, baby. But it's not about hedging. It's just... This is my thing. Those tweets, by the way, are fire the way you're worded them. Do you have a ghostwriter? No. I'm not Drake. You write them all yourself? Not, yeah, I'm not Drake and Adonis. Like, okay, I, so I, I guess I'll I, always live under the radar. Yeah, I'll just pen my own. But you hadn't heard of this kid until today, correct? Yeah, I don't care about college football. Yeah, so... Unless Jordan it involves Addison. Bama with a plus sign in front of their money line. Okay. So they'll, they'll minus 14 and a half. Well, you'll be able to get them live when we play them, like late in the second half probably, so... You can look for that spot, but pregame they're laying fourteen and a half. So, so you want to you want a classic hundo? Bama, Texas, straight up right now. Straight up spread, yeah. I'll take the no, fourteen straight and up, half. straight up money line. No, I I think I'll just take the plus three fifty. All right, but if like all right, so I'll take minus three and a half. <laughs> what? I mean, you're that confident I can get Bama live plus late in the second late half. Late in the second half, yeah. So I'm going to take the good odds early in the game, and then I'll just keep Tower. doubling the Yeah. So I just want to clear it up for everyone listening. I'm a hardworking journalist, as I was getting attacked today. Apparently, you're not allowed to announce college decisions. Like, you got to let the kids do it, which I respect. But now that the kids are getting paid, they're not kids, Abe, right? So, you know, the, you got to balance that out. My my reporting is based on information. So I get information sent to me. I analyze the source. What is the quality of the source? What is the quality of the information? Is this believable? Is this accurate? I do my best job to do that. And then I state that information. Ironically, one of the sources that I missed, and we obviously owned up to missing, whoa, was whoa, one whoa. of my <laughs> best... You speak French now? <laughs> was one I've never of, owned a miss in my life. Was one of my best sources ever, which is why it's tough to rebound from, from a situation like that. But I feel good about this news. Um, Listen, Giannis dropped 45 and 20 in an L. You can do everything in your power and still be on the wrong side. Yeah. I mean, we will address this right here from Nick. Texas is no QB to even throw to this kid. I just don't know if I'm going to agree with that. We do have the number one recruit from two classes ago. Uh, there's been 300 rated QBs ever. One, Vince Young brought a title to Texas. Two, Quinn Ewers. And three, some guy I don't really remember. He didn't turn out. So, hey, 50-50 <laughs> chance. 50-50 chance we get a ring out of this guy. Uh, all right. Now on to, you know, we've got the NBA playoffs. We're going to talk about that and Pat Bev later on. First off, draft lotto last night. We did the live stream. Appreciate everyone tuning in with our guy, Three Cone. Knicks, pick 11. Jack, 11 shots taken. Um, Is that the final stat? I was actually just drinking straight from the bottle. So it's a I saw tough. that. That was yeah. sicko behavior. Yeah. No, lowest dose is really, really good. So I, you know, me, I was... A, Technically, that's not a free ad, I guess. Yeah, in the video that when the kid jumps in from the shower, which... I, I'm getting I'm close to getting banned on TikTok because I posted that. It's 
It's like chest up. It's not even like how you waist. get how you get banned from TikTok. Speaking of which, there's never mind. I'll get myself arrested. Yeah, um, because it's posting a minor in nudity, and so when they dinged me, I was how kinda, do they know how old this kid is? That's true. But I was how they kinda, don't know. <laughs> I was kind of like, okay, I guess that's fair. But obviously, the kid's not like actually. Whatever. First off, these kids now fuck that. No, 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 no. Elon, buy TikTok too. Yeah. That's absurd. First off, these kids are these fourteen year olds nowadays. The shorts that we're wearing, I can, I wear basketball shorts, right? I got some basketball shorts on right here. They go to like a little bit above my kneecap. These kids wear shorts that are up to here. It's crazy, and they're all dice rolling and Millie rocking and hoo ha and and do they all get banned? No, that's bullshit. Yeah, I d- I do agree. It is bullshit. Regardless, point being, when I went to post the video, I realized I was drinking vodka. So Nick's born in the lottery last year. Uh, but now I've come a long way. I'm tequila guy. Nick's got 11 pick bummer. Uh, Cones Thunder jumped all the way up to two from four, which was pretty good. The magic, like I'm done with the NBA rigs this stuff rumors. Like no. <laughs> yes. Adam Silver is sitting in his den. Like what if Chet Holmgren played with Franz Wagner? That whoa, whoa, could whoa, bring whoa, back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, 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 what? Markel's getting his guy. It's just like that's that was a shame. The top five teams are some of the most fake poverty franchise I've ever seen. It was like Houston, Detroit, OKC. Oh, can't call Houston a, a fake franchise. Eh, they are kind of no. are now. No, we we talked about it. It's like a ten year thing. But I wanted to address ten something. years from Incredible. what? From going to a conference finals? They were in the conference finals. I, that's what I'm saying. You're saying like, oh, they're. Okay, are the Jags are the conference finals? Uh, The Jags are not a fake franchise. That was a crazy year. (laughs) The Blazers, the Blazers aren't a fake franchise. I think we're all aware that was a pretty crazy year. Um, (laughs) But I want to talk about something. Does any part of you feel responsible for the fact that you guys drew eleven? Hear me out. Let me let me do draw this out, map this out for you. Vodka equals R.J. Barrett. Tequila equals God knows whoever the fuck. So so it's so funny. I need to pull footage from the first ever draft lotto stream. That was the RJ. This year, was correct? the OB year, actually. Mm. So this this was the OB year. The you Knicks bourbon. Yeah, the Knicks have dropped in every lotto since RJ. So they had the best odds in 2019. They ended up with three. They had the six best odds last year or fourth best odds, they ended up with OB obviously out of the lotto. Uh, we're the four seed like you guys this year. Um, and then, <laughs> then we, we actually had the 11th best odds. So we didn't drop a spot. So it was like a win in, in that regard. This draft is weird. We'll probably draft, I don't know, someone like, you know, Frank Nilakina, like a role player for a conference finals level team. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I'm more focused on getting a superstar to the garden. Did you have any thoughts on the lotto? Didn't watch. Just watched your stream. I feel like this is a weirder year uh, more so than other years. It's like there isn't no consensus one guy. There's no consensus two guy. There's like four, and it's kind of just like take your pick based off the fit. And then you've got teams like the Magic, teams like the Kings, teams like the Rockets, and who's the fourth that's in that? Okay, the Thunder. In there. Yeah. 
um, teams that notoriously probably aren't good at making decisions. <laughs> That's correct. Like, yeah, I feel bad for these kids because it's all like I mean, the Kings OKC's are going good. to the Kings are in the best spot because no. they don't have. No, 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 no. The ki- no, Abe, no, they don't have to pick whoever falls to them at the top four. That's correct. Or they'll probably get cute. And take somebody that's not the fourth guy. No. What is it? Shaden Sharp, Ivy, yeah. Paolo, no, and no, no. it's Chet, Jabari Smith, uh, Paolo, and Ivy. Right, right, right. right. So, so the, the Kings will probably take Shaden Sharp. No, the Kings will get. Yeah, maybe you're right. They'll probably take Shaden Sharp when Paolo's on the board. So, do you have some? My my opinion on it is, if I had the number one overall pick and I'm the Orlando Magic, I'm taking Chet. I'm going upside. Uh, I think Paolo will be the most ready next season. I saw him play in person. He's like physically built. He actually reminds me a lot of Cade, like just maturity wise. He has that size. But Jaden Ivey is like the guy I would want to have out of all those people. Jabari Smith, I'm sure will be a fine player, but uh, not someone I would want to take, you know, number one overall. I think I'm with you. And for a similar reason, I think if you're the Magic, you go Chet and you go for the upside, right? I just pick him to go up, right? right. You can roll out a lineup with Chet, yeah. Bamba, mm-hmm. Franz Wagner. They've got a couple other big boys on that team. Yeah, Wendell, I think, is down there now. Wendell and Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. Why not? Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac, speaking of the Democrat, or sorry, Republican National Convention during uh, Ron DeSantis. I'm excited to Markel to, for Markel to get his, uh, his, uh, his Robin. Yeah. No doubt about he that. He deserves it. All right. So as someone mentioned, I don't know, Abe, if you can see the title of this episode, but Ravens being soft, Ravens crying is actually a topic of discussion. You have my attention. I thought I would. We haven't talked football in a while. We've been talking a lot of football, you know, with the recent departure of the Philadelphia 76ers from the NBA playoffs, which is like an annual thing around May, mid-May, now, now a time. But – uh, Patrick Queen, starting linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens, tweeted out, noted today. And I was like, all right. I'm, I like subtweet. Like, I feel like there's engagement farming. There's people sourcing. But, like, subtweets aren't really the vibe nowadays. Every once in a while, you get eyeballs. But, like, noted, I was intrigued. Find out. Joe Burrow goes on the Nelk Boys podcast. He's talking about his game against the Ravens. And I believe that's what the tweet is in reference to. On the podcast, Burrow says, we beat them a lot to a little. Factual. Jamar Chase at 220 yards. Factual. Burrow threw for 520 and five touchdowns. Factual. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, sure. As a Ravens fan, that second game, Abe and I would have been better corners out there. But, like, this Ravens team, when did we get so soft? Like, he wasn't even talking shit. He actually, in the podcast, said, I love playing the Ravens. They talk the most shit. Like, that's No dope. shit he loves playing the Ravens. He's got 114 passer rating with 1,100 <laughs> yards, seven touchdowns, and two picks in three games against you guys. We actually shut him out his rookie year. But, yes, last year, everyone knows oh, what happened. shut out the Bengals in Burroughs' rookie year. Sick. <laughs> so, my point is, when did we get so soft? Like, we need that edge. With all that being said, I do like that that seems to be a little bit. We're taking it personal. I think the Ravens are going to be in for a good season this season. 
I think they're going to come out and, and be a team. That Define makes... good because, like, last year you guys didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. Like, we were out – I don't really need to continue saying it. Maybe I'll say it one last time, and then I'll say it till the preview pod. Is that fair? All right, there was a point in the season last season. The Ravens were 8-3. and three. They were the one seed in the AFC. They had lost two Pro Bowl corners. They had lost uh, three starting running backs. They had lost many, many players, an all-pro left tackle. And Lamar Jackson had more yards than 14 NFL teams. Ravens lose a couple games. Lamar gets hurt. Like all of them. Yeah, we ended up losing six in a row. And we still had a chance on the final day of the game. Oh, still. Yay. Hang the banner in the hunt, baby. Didn't you guys hang a banner? For yeah, getting Super Bowl champions on it. Okay. Yeah, we got two of those. So, yeah, they look good on the Yeah, back on the iPod the mini what the iPod was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever whatever helps you sleep at night. Anyways, that's why I think the Ravens will be good. Did this you go to year. the parade in your wired headphones? No, I actually didn't go to the parade because I was out celebrating in New Orleans because we oh, were the world, parades that world night. champions. Second the time. Parades that, the parade two time actually, champions. The parade's actually three days later. Yeah, it is. But Bourbon Street, you know, when you're drinking vodka as a 17 year old, it gets to you. So, hi. Um, Anyways, yeah, I just want to see the Ravens kind of find that because they announced that the 2000 Ravens are having a 30 for 30 on them. That was one of the most feared both on the field and off the field. Shout out Ray Lewis. So, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I would just. Are you, have, did you just. <laughs> what? Did you just do what I think you did and endorse murder? No, dude. Allegedly. Was, no, Ray is like you would not want to see Ray in a in a back alley. You yeah, just went literally murder you like he did. Uh, two people actually. That's actually alleged and proven not him. So, regardless of that, you uh, never want to see Ray in a back alley. You never know; he might just inject you with a deer antler spray and yeah, have you true. come back from a torn tricep in a week and a half. Yeah. So the the real thing I do need to bring up in terms of the Ravens, you know Rangers my scored. my love for Lamar Jackson, but. Unfortunately, at this point, our relationship has officially deteriorated. As, I'm sorry. As Lamar Jackson announces the trademark of his new restaurant, You Ate Yet. There's simply too much competition between You Ate Yet, which is his number. I got and it. Took me a few minutes, seconds, but I got it. And the Snapback Kitchen. So, yeah. Uh, Lamar, I... Maybe if you hit me up, I'll try your food. If not, it's not my kitchen till I die. So just wanted to get out ahead of that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. 
That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. All right, now to the Eagles really quickly because not because Abe is the co-host of this podcast, because they actually made the one noteworthy move of the day in the NFL, and that is Jimmy Bradbury to the Eagles. Um, hold on. I had a really funny joke planned for this, but I forgot it. So give me your thoughts first. Build a huge hole that we needed. You went from Avante Maddox and Steven Nelson, from Darius Slay as your one, two, and three, to Darius Slay and James Bradbury, two young Pro Bowl cornerbacks who have been elite these last few years. The Eagles roster is fucking nasty. Depth on the O-line, stars on the O-line. Depth on the D-line, stars on the D-line. Finally get a competent linebacking core. Shore up the secondary. You finally have weapons. Hopefully Hurts is good. If Hertz is good, we're talking dynasty. We're talking <laughs> dynasty. The roster's young. Ta- it's we signed fire. James Bradbury to a one-year deal, and that's our dynasty. Well, no, we, I was more so referring to the two first-round picks and the best draft ever next right. year. But you get A.J. Brown. You get you have Devontae. Like, the team is nasty. The schedule is easy. And we made a wager off the air today that I would like to share with the people. Mm-hmm. Jack and I wager today. Classic Benji, 100 bucks. Classic Hun. Whosever team wins the division, their individual division, the Ravens are currently plus 200 to win the AFC North, the Eagles plus 230 to win the NFC East. Classic 100, if we both win, pigs fly because the Ravens aren't winning shit. If we both lose, pigs fly because Eagles aren't losing shit. Um, Then the bet voids, but that's the bet for the year, and we'll somehow bully Eagles into getting involved in this, so we don't, the loser doesn't lose. Yeah. Yeah, you know. we will need uh, Miami to win. He's probably in for that. I'm sure he'll be in the private chat, and he can talk about that later on what the puck. But, okay, so this is – it wasn't a joke. It was a genuine conversation I wanted to have. When Russell Wilson – when the Broncos went all in for Russ, they had a – like, wh- how do you compare those rosters? We don't know too in-depth about that. I don't Robs. know the left guard for right, the right. Broncos. But, like, it – it was kind of my, it just feels like the Eagles are all in and no matter what, like Jalen Hurts would have all to all in to, with a quarterback on a rookie contract. That no, 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 I know. But, in the playoff game. But that's a one year deal. And you're saying the roster is elite. Like it feels like you guys are all like have an incredible team, incredible to be competitive, to maybe win a playoff. Like I mean, you're call anything I say, you're going to call me biased. But no, no, no. if Jalen, if Jalen Hurts doesn't improve to where he was last year, this team can win eleven games. If he does improve, genuinely with the schedule, saw some schedule analytics from our boy Warren from the pod, who's like strength of schedule. If you incorporate travel, distance, yeah. rest days, blah blah blah, Eagles number one. Eagles schedule is a joke. Yeah, I'm telling you, in a weak conference. Mm-hmm. the Eagles can easily win this conference if Hurts improves. If he doesn't improve, it's all on Hurts. It's yeah. literally all on Hurts. The team okay. is fire. Now, we'll lose seven players in the first three weeks of the season, as is tradition, but then we'll probably win the Super Bowl, as is tradition, every few years. <laughs> as is tradition. So, all right. So, I'll I'll just, because it's May... And it's just not worth my time and energy. Do you believe that hurts? 
What? Do I believe that Hurts will improve? To the level that you need him to to win the conference. Yeah. Okay. I do. I have no reason not to. Right? Huh? I have no reason not to. Okay. He improved throughout the entire season last year. Game after game in and game out. He improved from the four games he did the year before. You're talking about a quarterback who's never won a playoff game. Says the right shit in the media. Right. He's never won a playoff game? That quarterback? He has never won a playoff game. He's never won a playoff game, no. Okay. Gotcha. 0-1. 0-1. Yeah. So, oh. Does the O symbolize zero? Correct. Has never won a playoff game. It is kind of interesting. Why don't we call it zero and one? I was thinking, dude, you know what's actually funny? I was just about to read my phone number out on the line. (laughs) But when I read my phone number out on the line, I go, blank, O, blank, 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 zero, blank, blank. Really? I have, have, it's just natural. Like I have two, I have two zeros in my, in my phone number. The first one, I always say, O. And the last one, I always say zero. Okay, I'm trying to think because our, like, Baltimore is 410. I'm 609. Right. And and, and then uh, I'll say at the end, 2064. It just oh, feels baby. Right. For everyone listening, five, I mean, start scrambling. I There's mean, only... it's, 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 nine, it's 10 factorial to try and get the combination or whatever it no, is. No, we just odds. need three numbers now. Yeah, but in the correct order, and there's 10 options of numbers. Right. How so many options ten, is that? Ten factorial. Did, where did you just throw that out from? I'm pretty sure that's right. Eagles and you're nice. Why school. would it be? Why would it be ten factorial? To determine the amount of options that are available. Wouldn't it be. You three know what factorial, factorial is? What? No. You don't know what factorial means? I, I've heard the word, and it's like ten d- times nine times eight times seven times six times five times four times three times two. And that's how many. Uh, how many different combinations maybe it's something else <laughs> sounded right hey guys you're not here for the pot yeah, I mean, we're, we're not, not here for school anymore we're not, we're not here take for your math. pythagorean theorem and shove it up your ass you know what we're here for we're here for patrick beverly oh this yes we are is where i think we'll have major disagreement on the podcast i would i would say outside oh, of you're Philly, such a boomer there's been I just it's it has nothing to do with the boomer. I agree with Matt Barnes and Damian Lillard and Kevin Durant. Pete Bev, and Danny Green. You're and, and Danny Green. And Danny Green. You're Thank a you. fucking bum. Do you see me? You're a bum. So if you're gonna say that people think of Chris Paul as a traffic cone, sure, maybe that was so you know what, Jack? Maybe at thirty seven. Maybe at thirty seven. Sure. I, I'm not like no one's saying Chris Paul is the most dynamic defensive player in the league. He's clearly lost his legs. He's clearly lost. He's fucking vegan now, people. Like, of that's course. That's what helps. He's, that's the only reason he's still walking. Him and LeBron. Well, LeBron's the steroids and him is the, you know, the all-vegetable diet. You, you got knocked out of the playoffs. The last time you played Chris Paul in the playoffs, he dropped 40 on your face and you were crying, so you pushed him in the back. This guy did a whole media tour. Think he, he did it again today. Two days of Patrick Beverly, I have zero, literally zero interest in Patrick Beverly analysis, and I'll take a hundred times Draymond Green, a hundred to zero. If I ever see Patrick Beverly on my screen again, I will turn off the programming. And you know what platform was really running him up, babe? 
Yeah, that platform. So go ahead. Give me your PBEV thoughts. Couple things. One, I want to discuss real quick. When you've made as much money as Chris Paul, and the only way to extend your career at that age, you've done what you've done, is to just eat vegetables for the rest of your life. Nah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, That's, you heard a, a ring but, isn't worth it. And I want to talk about Abe, the whole no ring thing in a little bit, but Abe, that's my first. You saw Burrow's reaction to when he said, "You know, twenty-four mil hit the bank account." Chris Paul for the first this, time. But Chris, Chris Paul's Paul, had that four times. But he convinced them to give him forty million dollars a year. Okay, all right, all right. Anyway, for three that's not years. The point. All right, go ahead. Let me ask you a question. I said on Sunday night individually to you. Maybe I said on the podcast. I said. That CP3 slander better be played at the exact same decibel that the James Harden slander was played out. Now, it turns out it was played at a way higher decibel, and I was eating that shit up. Let me ask you a question. If Pat Bev went and the roles were reversed, let's swap out Chris Paul for James Harden. Yeah. And he was slandering James Harden the way he was. Just everything he said, traffic cone, this, that, teams attack him, blah, 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 blah. They should have benched him. Would your opinion change on the matter? Be honest. Slightly, slightly, slightly. But you'd still think he's a fucking loser. I, uh, eh, as it comes, I think you Harden, would, you would appreciate the comedic value more. No, it, it, I, I, the traffic cone comment, like it wasn't new. No one came up with that. Like him licking his shot. Like I was literally like, get this man's fight. Face I mean, the best up. quote, the best quote about it was him telling Stephen A. Don't put God in this. Yeah, I didn't hear. Stephen, that, oh, I'm not. Even, thank you, thank you. Listen, Jack. We have a podcast that we've been doing for three years where we just shit on people that would kick our ass, that have so much more money than us. A few more years when we make a few more million an episode, we'll see about that. And we, it was encompassed in one perfect tweet. This guy set his alarm for 4.30 in the morning. Just He's a to millionaire, go a multi-millionaire. Just to go drive to Bristol, Connecticut. Or wherever the I fuck they tape that. Whatever. <laughs> to put on makeup, you've put on makeup and you feel ridiculous. Yeah. To go on national TV and slander his sworn enemy to no end. At some point, Jack, the level of petty, you gotta appreciate it. And th- it's never a good day when me, me, I wake up in the morning and I read my daily Twitter and I go, Fuck, do I like Pat Beverly today? No, it's no, like no. never that. Dude, never this that. shit I Jack, I couldn't disagree more. Give me all the Patrick Beverly content there is. So the different Give it all to me. Again, that like you liked was, it today, or it was a one day thing. If you tell it, me you it liked yesterday, it yesterday, it was back to back days. I if, I liked it today because it actually felt like Patrick Beverly was on the court. When JJ Reddick said to him, Stephen A, you go first. I, I dealt with him this morning already. Patrick Beverly, off script, just goes, well, what's that mean? You dealt with me. Like, he was about to fight J.J. Reddick. <laughs> he is. like, And I have respect for where he came from. But I'll say this. The differentiator with Harden, Harden's a trying to get a max contract. He's still 33 years old. He's supposed to be a superstar. Everyone knows who Chris Paul was. Is. is. Oh, James Harden is. Sure. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to say about James Harden. It's not like Devin Booker showed up. It's not like DeAndre. All five players in this. So it wasn't all on Chris Paul. Secondly, did anyone know they were sworn enemies? Like, to me, it feels like Bev's, like, attacking Chris Paul. And Chris Paul is like, who 
are you? Like you, you match up their accolades. Like these guys aren't rivals. You can't be rivals with someone who's a, who's the scum of the earth and the bottom of any accolade. Like nine defensive teams. Like he's an Olympic gold medal. So I just thought it was. I'm not saying he can't speak on him because, like you said, that's what we do, and I can't guard Chris Paul. But it's just, there's well, you levels. You might be able to guard Patrick Beverly. <laughs> there's levels to this shit, and I think he was punching a little bit above his weight. And you know what? It, it's like, going to land him a job after his NBA career. No, I won't. No one will watch Patrick Beverly because he'll have to be so hot. Jack, tiki. you're genuinely one of the only people on the internet that was hating the content. That wasn't in the media directly. She's so Which, mad. what's the common theme? But Abe, the only content Jack he'll be able has to... a fluid. Jack has a fluid superstar list. The media has a superstar But Abe, the only thing list. he'll be Jack able to do is like get Jack doesn't like the Pat Bev hate. content. The media doesn't like the Pat Bev content. No, the Things media, are they enough. loved it. They loved Pat, it. It was the Matt, players. Matt Barnes, Danny Green didn't love it. That's not a media person. Kendrick Those Perkins are... didn't love it. Stop. Please, we got to stop mentioning his name on this podcast. Patrick Beverly, his only content would be hating. Whereas that is absolutely Charles Barkley's content, but Charles Barkley is respected as a Hall of Famer. So there's merit to it. You can't get Bev on there breaking down the game and them saying, bro, you averaged six points a game in your career. So, bro, they have Matt Barnes doing it. Matt Barnes is a player, man. And he smokes weed. That like you gotta find a lane. Pat Bev Def smokes weed. <laughs> he de- not with that attitude. Now we get a lot of harder shit at exactly. five in the morning on his way to connect on his way to New York. Exactly. So I'm off Pat Bev. I'm on. And like and he's you gonna said, be a sixer. Like you said, yeah, that's right. disgusting. That's you, wait, disgusting. Let, I want to talk about that real quick. So people are saying that Pat Bev is like auditioning to be a sixer with all these quotes. More, he's to give him another contract. We need a fighter. Whatever. Let's just say Pat Bev is a sixer after this year. Harden, Embiid, Patrick Beverly. Probably the most hated team in our generation. I, and I I'm not talking basketball-wise. I'm talking personality, style play. Like, probably people hated the Warriors, the KD Warriors more, just because their talent level. Um, but from an individual standpoint, other than Draymond, nobody really hated them. I mean, they hated Embiid, why Durant went there. Yeah. Embiid, Beverly, Harden. Thankfully, Maxie's there to be cute and hold it down. That's like the most hated trio possible. You forgot your doctor, brother. <sighs> well, that's the thing is nobody, nobody, as much as that team would be hated, nobody would hate them more than me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But you'd be in. You'd be in. And then maybe oh, would in. come around and you know what happens. That. Abe, I want to close the Patrick Beverly book, hopefully forever, but at least temporarily. You said, obviously, Chris Paul limped off after the game. Like, round of applause. I pulled that out of the playbook. He came up with that playbook. Patrick, Chris Paul hasn't responded. He's not an idiot. He knows this is below him. President, I believe he was. I think CJ replaced him, but president of the PA, I mean, you just got to be. What weight does that hold? Oh, it holds weight. Like well, you wait. said, he's trying to get a contract. You don't think Chris Paul could be in everyone? I'm not saying he's going to like suspend him from the league, but I'm Bro, saying what? a fucking Nerland Zoel is suing Rich Paul for trying to extract value against him. Like he should, because if we should have gotten Nerlens that year, maybe if you could get on my calculated level, you know, there's always a play. And if you think the point God 
isn't making plays behind the scenes. I'm just saying, don't. I'm be not saying. Yeah, sure, he can make plays behind the scene and talk to his buddy Stephen A., who's the golden child ESPN, and say, "Don't hire this fool." But to say he's gonna like impact his NBA career through the Players Association is just like you're getting bitter and no. sad about this because he went no. after your boy. I'm just telling you, stay tuned. He went after your boy, and you're upset about it. Just, just it is. That's what the it thing. Is. I, the CP. Th- I'm so numb to the Chris Paul stuff. Like it helped that I had a bet on the Mavs but I'm so numb to it and I really didn't like put the series loss on Chris Paul like the team just absolutely imploded and I will say this whoever maxes DeAndre Ayton I love you you will make me so happy I will laugh so hard it's gonna be I, I just than- texted you on Sunday night I said let's play the which fake franchise is <laughs> gonna max gonna DeAndre and be- Jack it might be the Knicks um it won't be don't don't say that that's just unnecessary (laughs) i uh there's not you know how there's like not good comedy movies anymore like the humor just isn't there because you can't say anything yeah you can't you gotta be whoever max is ayton will really put me over the top because that's just throw out a few names charlotte comes to mind oh yeah i've heard uh atlanta no because they have capella so i would think the spurs who are rapidly going to become a fake franchise when pop retired like we're in san antonio have you he been traded Derek? yeah yeah i've never been in san antonio but i've heard chuck talk about the women yeah um <laughs> uh and i've heard the blazers like holy shit the things i would do to watch damian lillard and deandre ayton try and accomplish anything it, it brings a smile to my face so Speaking of accomplishing something and speaking on Chris Paul, I want to have a serious conversation about this. Think about the players in our league nowadays. Damian Lillard, James Harden, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, all these guys, surefire Hall of Famers that are no rings. You've got Mm -hmm. Charles Barkley who has no ring. And then you look at what the playoff landscape is now with a bunch of newcomers, with the Warriors, and it's like somebody, unless it's the Warriors probably, their best player is going to get their first ring. Yeah. I, Jen, you might want to lean into this because it helps your boy Chris Paul. I think for this generation of older superstars, right, the guys that are on their way out in the next few years, the whole no ring argument is going to hold a lot is going to mean a lot less in like 20-something years. When people look back and realize, oh shit, the reason none of these guys have rings is because of LeBron James and is because of the Golden State Warriors when they added Kevin Durant when they were a dynasty. That changed the narrative, right? Nobody got to the finals. Nobody won rings other Fred than Van these Vliet. guys. Yeah, yeah. And Kawhi Leonard. But like when you look down the line, it feels like the super teams with the three guys and everything is kind of over, right? You've got Giannis has a ring. He's gone now. Luca's looking at his first. Tatum's looking at his first. And Tatum will probably have one in 20 years. Luca will probably have one. A lot of guys will have one. And then you'll have all-time greats like Chris Paul, James Harden, CP3, Russell Westbrook. That won't. And I genuinely th- think that you can attribute it 20 years from now to the point where they got unlucky in the generation that they played in. Charles Bar- 
it's every it's every gen like the whole thing with jordan was like you didn't win a ring during his gen. so there were players who didn't come away with rings I, that's just how the nba works i don't think the nba will exist in 20 years personally the conversation wait 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 wait, wait just what? like just like the way no one no one who fucking t- hope so with our fucking lebron <laughs> top shot moment god damn no one who talks about and watches the nba outside of like one percent actually enjoys or likes the nba it's the reason why pat bev can get off distance against chris paul when you go forward 20 years and look back jack this, that's so dumb the nba if, is a global sport you're already saying that anyone prior to 2003 played against plumbers right you're saying that what do you think the kids in 2042 are going to say about russell westbrook they're gonna wa- they're gonna remember having watched one clip of him hitting the side of the backboard. They're gonna think he was the Dude, worst. Dude, I disagree. All these kids, because of AAU and all this shit, and that they can jump through the roof at age nine, they're all going to be Russell Westbrook. Like, I'm sorry, Jack. Look at the level of athlete that we have in this league nowadays. The aliens that are Giannis. The aliens that are like, how much more athletic can they fucking get than Giannis? This is the this and then is you my got Luca who's drinking beer and hookah before game one. This it just a... shows that Europeans always take their job less seriously than us. Yeah, and I mean Jokic accepted his MVP on a fucking horse and buggy. Like it's not... Dude, all right. Let's no. talk about the NBA playoffs real quickly. He take game one. We already had the discussion on Butler. I'm going to put my foot in the ground and say Horford out is actually a loss. I know that. It's disgusting to say. It's like saying McLaurin with Wentz is potentially a positive Exciting. thing. Smart will be back. It's not so much that those two players are like the most pivotal. It's more so that you had to play Peyton Pritchard 30 minutes. Neesmith had to play. Peyton what Pritchard it felt like. Them. What it felt like was the Boston Celtics won three quarters. The Miami Heat won one. They dominated it, so they dominated the game. It also felt like. Boston had played two nights ago in a game seven. Miami had had some rest because they played the measly Sixers. I think it's one of those overreactions. My overreaction was to James Butler's performance, not to Miami Heat as a team. Two O's a lot though. When you're the one seed and you are the best team in the East by record, going up 2-0, Boston would have to win four or five. So I do say there's a lot riding on tomorrow night for the Boston Celtics. With that being said, I will continue picking them until the Miami Heat sweep them, which I don't see happen. Ah, uh, dude, I fucking hate this series. Speaking of which, I might go to Game Four in Boston next Saturday night. Wow. Um, <laughs> but um, dude, I hate this series. It's such a weird range of emotions, right? You have Boston, who's a Sixers rival, number one Sixers rival. They have Derek on their team, who's our boy, who I want to support and everything, and they're playing the Heat who just knocked my team out and who has the guy that we lost in Jimmy Butler leading the way. It's just like, God damn it. Warriors or Mavs win the title. That's how I feel about this. And I'm watching this game last night and I found myself rooting for Boston early on. And then I'm watching the second half and I'm watching how the heat are coming back. And I'm, this is probably way do less of me, but there's points where Miami's going on this 20, six to four run or whatever it is and they're calling timeout the celtics are calling timeout and i'm looking at the celtics players and i'm looking at the heat players i'm looking at udoka i'm looking at spolstra and it kind of feels like i do think boston is the more talented team but it feels like men versus boys 
especially especially with the coaches as well. Like I'm looking at Udoka, he's yelling at Grant Williams on the bench. He's like looks fuzzled when he's calling timeouts. His facial expressions. I'm reading body language, which, like I said, do less. I know, but that's just kind of the vibe I got from it. Now, that's what that's what I'm feeling. Everything you saw last night was a true representation and my belief is that they just got punched in the mouth in the second half and they were tired and they were exhausted and they played a game but Jack, seven yeah, I, grueling they dominated series. the first half they did and then i think they ran out of gas truly jason tatum abe i didn't even know you could pull up stat uh quarterly stats but trail was doing it on his show today. you can also bet quarter live props yeah all right not on underdog trill pulled it up jason abe how many turnovers do you think Jason Tatum had in the third quarter? Five. It was at least six, and I want to say he had eight in 12 minutes. He was a minus 26 in the quarter. Like, it was just well, one of were, those... If you were on the court in the third quarter, you were a minus 26. Pretty much. And it was just one of the worst quarters of Tatum's career, and it cost him a game in the conference final. He had so, seven turnovers in the game. Yeah, so it was six in the quarter. It's just, I think it's an overreaction. Let's pump the brakes. Let's remember they're relying on Gabe fucking Vincent, Abe. That's not going to be the starting point guard of an NBA Finals team, right? Right? Sure fucking hope not. So then I'm going to ride with the Celtics till I die. Mavs Warriors, game one tonight. Luca getting drunk last night. That picture was not from during the day. Although people thought it was. It was from the day before. You're allowed to have a beer on, you know, the day before. That's fine, right? You're allowed to have a beer an hour before the game. Okay. It's, an hour, it's a beer. You're allowed to have COVID an hour before Al Horford did. Coughing In all the over state the of Florida, as of all places. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you get pinged for that? Anyways, Mavs, Warriors, game one. We've made our series prediction. You think four or five? You said sweep? I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five. And I think tonight the Mavs get punched in the mouth. I, I agree completely. I think the Warriors come out and blow them out. And part of, I thought that before today. And then today when this clip of Luca goes viral and yeah. everyone's like, oh, 50, 15, and five. I'm just like, well, everyone's saying he's going to go off because of this. Feels like a shit pants kind of <laughs> night. Warriors blow him out. I, I think the Warriors punch them in the mouth tonight. I think the Warriors win tonight. I've got the Mavs winning game too. But... I hate that Nick Wright is on him. I just hate it. But he's right. He's correct. It's not even he's right, I'm right. It's just a fact. This guy fucking balls out in the playoffs. Like puts up just the most disturbing numbers. Like 38 points in the playoffs. <laughs> it's insane. Elimination games. He his average dropped because he got pulled in a 40 point W when he had 35 points. His average let's dropped. Look at, let's look a, at his uh let's look at his 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 lines tonight. Lucas I think the Mavs match up great with the Warriors. I'll continue to harp on the Warriors, saying they are not that good. Does that mean they can't win game one with a rowdy crowd and, and they hit some shots and Poole plays well and Clay gets going early? Sure. But I really like my Dallas Mavericks. Really. 33.5 points, 9.5 rebounds, 7.5 assists. That's approaching levels that LeBron was at towards the end of his Cleveland tenure when he was just dropping 40, 15, and 8 every But year. that's the crazy. LeBron did it for a series. LeBron did it for a postseason. This has now been, I know this is the first time we went through the first round, but 
this is now like we've got a sample size, baby. We got factorials. We got square. Speaking roots. of which, did you see what bullshit definition Eagleson gave us yeah, in the chat? Factorials in are used in a power series for the exponential function and other functions, and they also have applications in algebra. Right. You got to tell. The good Abe news is he, he copy right and <laughs> he copy and pasted that from the internet, just like the person who should win the award for top senioritis would. Yes. The legend. All right, PGA Championship is this weekend. We got a Masters, or sorry, we've got a, jeez, a major. Do you have any pick? Tiger. Tiger. Okay, you're rolling Tiger. Tiger. Xander was hot last week. He's really on fire. So I'll throw out Xander's name. Bryson pulled out. Brooks kept. I think Cam a long Cam time. Champ. He's been hot. Top Cam ten in the Masters. Cam Smith. There's a champ. There's I know there is, champ. but but I think it's Cameron Smith is the one who's playing. Good no, time. but I'm talking about Champ. Okay. Who was I'm top 10 about. in the Masters. I forget his actual name. Yeah, Cameron right, Champ. I'll give you one 12, name. I'll give you one name who won't win. Will Wills Altoris. Because fuck you, Wills Altoris. If you can't put a because ball in fuck the, you. Yeah, it's just going to be tough to win. For those of you who aren't in on the joke, which is far from a joke, uh, Jack and I had a had a healthy wager on Wills Altoris to win the fucking McDonald's Open one weekend. And he had like a nine shot lead with two holes to go. <laughs> Not actually, but he needed to make one birdie on the last like six holes. And the guy was just missing six footer after six footer went to a playoff loss. He will forever be blacklisted. Not only for my wagers on golf moving forward, but from the snapback sports co- podcast, because one fuck you two, you lost me money three. You're kind of weird looking and four. You're ugly. Abe, can I tell you like a a really dirty little secret? Like very dirty. You didn't cash out. No, 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 I didn't cash out. Uh, Even worse than that. Because I know you consume 99% of NBA games on Twitter. You wouldn't know this, right? Like you don't watch, you didn't watch game seven Suns maps, I assume. Watch the first half and then they were up 40. Okay, all right. But like you can't, do you know who's on their coaching staff? On whose coaching staff? Dallas. Give me a hint. He's blacklisted from this podcast as well. Shut the fuck up. Every once in a while, you'll see his ball. Jared fucking... Dudley is a coach on the Mavs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, go Warriors. Sorry, yeah, no choice. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe it. Are we going to get Jared Dudley two rings oh. from him ducking us on this podcast? I mean, if you you hope so. Yeah, I do hope so. But God, Lee, I do think it. When did you will find be... that out? I, that's what I'm keeping saying. That from me. No, I've been watching the Mavs, and like every once in a while, he pops up on the thing, and like it's just yeah, it's unfortunate. But if... oh, watch him like win, watch them win the championship him get like an interview at the parade and like take credit for like luca's success imagine he gets an interview to be like a assistant or head coach that's the nightmare i mean that's just we just their fake franchises come running and we just <laughs> eat that content up. Yeah, i hope that said, happens yeah we send him to the kings once uh yeah sorry mike brown you got yeah. two years before <laughs> dudley's coming in all right let's get this little shit in here um he goes by the name of a maple leafs fan what's up eagleson what do you got flame up cycle the puck pucks on net fuck you mcbitch 
What's the scouting report on McBitch? Hit him and hit him hard. <laughs> Play dirty, but don't get caught. Play dirty and get caught for all I care. Is Are the Oilers, and we don't really have to do a what the puck. We can just talk through it. Are the Oilers a team where you cut the head off the snake and everything else goes to shit? Like if you, if, if hypothetically, we don't root for injuries, we just That's welcome them. That's not true. At, That's not okay, true. Okay, Jack, just shut up. Don't tell me about the Oilers depth chart. I'm talking to Eagleson. I'm going to tell you that Eagleson knows nothing. He's a Leafs fan. I am a big hockey fan. My jurors are still in the playoffs. And they have Dreisaitl. The jurors? Sweaters? Like the rags. The blues? They call them. The blues? It's the rags. Anyway, Eagleson, is that the type of team the Oilers are? You cut off. You cut McDavid. You know what's ridiculous that about you're hockey scheming, playoffs? That you're scheming which fucking player you want to get hurt? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not inviting. I'm not rooting for injury. I'm we welcoming it at the door if it comes in, having it for a glass of wine. Of course. But you know what the thing is with hockey playoffs? Like you can tell me, like, oh, you gotta stop him. He's on the here. This can guy. we talk about this? It's this scary. He's my number one troll. But anyway, I'm not giving him the time of day. Thruv. I think it's <laughs> um, hockey playoffs is just which goalie's the best during the 16 games. Not necessarily. Jack, shut up. Okay, let me give you, you some more You can't just stacks. bet on a few pickups in an NHL <laughs> underdog and come and talk like you're Barry fucking Melrose. I That's am. why we have Eagles in all this podcast. Last night, last night, Bennington, 51 saves. They lose an OT. Quick was standing on his head. He was amazing. They got knocked. Another thing, Eagle said, oh, the Kings are going to win. Imagine making a title pick that gets knocked out in the first round. Couldn't be me. They're good. I'm seeing on Twitter that Colorado is just an absolute wagon. Wagon. And Jack, your boy tweeted out, Avs minus 105 live last night cash like i'm a hockey bettor nba don't if you're looking for underdog plays do not all right so eagleson give me your unbiased because you know i have money on the flames i know you don't give me your prediction on the oilers flame series i always think it's such a weird move when people predict a team in seven games you hate that. Why do you hate It's that? just, like, weird to me that you can just, like, say, one, that a series is going to go all the way to seven. So, so five. why can you say Warriors in five? What's that mean? That means that I think the Warriors are going to clearly be the better team throughout this. Like, okay, what about Mavs in six? What? What about and the Mavs, Mavs are probably the better team in the series. Like, if you're picking a team to win in seven, not only are you predicting it to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, but then it's just like you're betting on the oblong ball. It's like you don't like anything happens in a game seven. I I get I get your point. No, I mean I, that's like me being a hardo. I, just I, find I it think funny. I'm taking the Oilers tonight. What do you think about that, Eagleson? Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> get the timer out. This is insane. We talk way too much. My about. phone's charging. You got it. All right. All right. You want your minute? You can get your minute. Are you ready? I just brought up my calculator. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one.
McBitch. They're losing one nothing right now. <laughs> All right, well, your minute's up, and so why, why, why the Rangers hate? It feels personal. Yeah, it does. Oh, you you have a you have a vendetta against teams that come back from down three one. Yeah. So it is personal. <laughs> I, do I don't know where or how he got that picture. These kids in their showers in you. That's me. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to understand where. Where did you take that photo? Bro, I don't even know what that is from. I'm trying to, like, shower curtain it. That looks a little razzmatazzy to me. No. All right, Tackett, you snake. Let me know where you got that picture. Anyway, yeah, What what is the personal vendetta against my uh, blue shirts? They came back from 3-1. Jers came back, but not once, three Stop times. That. You're, I don't like that. The Jers came back three times. They were down 2-0 in game five. They were down goals in game six, and they were down in game seven. So not only did they come back, there, there's don't, – okay, don't, first of all, don't refer to him, the, their goalie. Igor, put some respect on his name. He's one of the best. Uh, yeah, no, he sucked. Yeah, no, he sucked for sure. They're up one ask. They're up one nothing. No, it's Boston. He's st- he's still in the oh same he's colors. Not, he's not there anymore. All right, so you picked the Flames. That's an L. You picked the Blues. That's definitely an L. And you picked the Canes. That's TBD, but not looking great. And what's the fourth series? Tampa, Florida. Yeah. You should hate. No, no, hate. it's too close like if you lost them in i know that you've never i know that you've have teams that struggle to make the playoffs i have teams that notoriously make the playoffs jack do too only one team wins you are a diehard florida panthers fan yeah you want them to get their teeth kicked in if you lost in the uh if you lost in the conference finals or afc championship no um disagree if you lost you beat close, my team i want you to get your teeth kicked in. if you lost close and then they blow out in the championship then you can stick the claim of we were that close for example abe held on to we were 
three bounces away from going to overtime. You didn't Four. win the game. And then you have to win two more rounds. But he holds on to that, as you know. My point is, if you're all the way there, then maybe it's like the same thing with uh, college. It gets really tricky. It's like, do you root for your conference or no? Depends. It kind of depends on your mood. But you lose in the first round, you don't want the Lightning to win. Yeah. You you know you sucked. You lost in the first round. Same old, same old. That's my take, at least. All right. So we got, I'm a Mavs and a Rangers fan. We've got Eagleson and Abel in the Flames. Football season quickly, rapidly approaching. How are we feeling about the general sports category as we head into these summer months, lads? As a group, I support the best teams on this podcast. Just the Flames? Sixers, Eagles. No, overall. Oh, well, perfect. Before we close the pod, you would love to get into our wager then. (laughs) <laughs> so we can do same as last year we'll discuss off the air okay so wait no shoot. hard no you agreed to that bet when i think when you guys were like three and six you're <laughs> zero and zero right now. rank the okay eagleson rank the quarterbacks from our favorite teams right now no, there's three. Oh, you're 12 years old. Okay. Abe? <laughs> Abe? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Lamar first by marathons and multiple marathons. Okay, I'll say that Tua is better than Hurts, but you do have that power. You could just end it. But Hurts, what's up? Uh, no, because your your audio is recording. Uh, but I don't see a uh, – no, Tua's garbage. Yeah, he's garbage. I don't know why I said that. They both think Hurts is better than, than the garbage that is Tua. It is. It really is. All right, Eagleson, final thoughts. Firing on the Oilers literally as I hit end. Snapback fam, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Sunday night. Much love. Peace.